Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from nine on 2FM. It is eight minutes past 11 o'clock. It's African for Jen today and I am joined in the studio so it must be time for... Just friends. Already after 11, we're turning the fun all the way up to 11. Or so, that's what it says here. So, lads, there's no pressure, right? But sitting in front of me are David O'Reilly, star of the West End, Benadorm on the telly and loads of other stuff. And beside him, still high on life from last night's gig in Wexford, comedies Martin Angolo. How are you guys? It's lovely to have you. I mean, he gets West End. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to silence you. Go on, go again. He gets West End, I get Wexford. Listen. <laughs> Listen. There's a lot more similarities than you think. Let me tell you. Don't knock it, lads. Don't knock it. I tell you, there's a whiff of the night before around 2FM here today. There's a whiff. Listen. Uh, what's it called um, Graham come up to pick me up he thought it was Tracy Clifford upstairs I thought Jesus Graham's seeing <laughs> Graham's seeing treble today on the show. <laughs> what's he's trying to hide it earlier on he came in with his Barry White voice so we were just like late one was it <laughs> I'm just tired I'm just tired or whatever lads it's so lovely to have you in I'm delighted um, delighted to be doing Jen's Friends really here on a Friday so let's kick it off right Snoring. So yesterday, Jen was on about snoring because she sent poor Lau to get an operation so that she can get some kip, right? That's a very Jen Zamparelli thing to do. It's such a Jennifer Zamparelli thing. Please undergo surgery. Thank you. Most people buy earplugs. Jennifer sent her husband for surgery. (laughs) David, talk to me. Are you a snorer? I'm very triggered by this because when Killian rung me yesterday for the research call, he said, so David, do you snore? I said, man, drunk business. How dare you? But no, I do. And it's been a real bone of contention over the years, particularly with friends. Um, I mean, listen, I'm built like a skip and I've got tonsils like pork chops. So listen, it's inevitable. It really is inevitable. (laughs) That being said, I said to text my friend last night, I said, I know you've got a video of me snoring. Okay, she didn't just send one. She didn't just send to eight videos Stop. of me snoring. So we've see, clearly got some privacy issues, but also... GDPR m- issues. GDPR, but honestly, I literally... It's like an orchestra of bellowing. Uh, I sound like a buffalo. And at times, I sound like I'm suffocating under the fat of my own neck. So, yes, I, that's a long-winded way of saying, yes, I do snore. You, yourself? Yeah. <laughs> Martin, what, do you, what about you? Yeah, I'm a pretty bad snorer. Are you? Uh, yeah, we had to, like, earthquake-proof the house. Everyone shakes. <laughs> I've had complaints from neighbours down the road. It's pretty bad. You know, the people who complain about, like, you know, but you have a partner who complains about snoring. Yeah. Often, they're a bad snorer as well. You used to, Very you true. Very yeah. true. I, I know I'm bad because I've, I'll be with someone and after a few glasses of wine and they'll snore. And I'll be like, very inconsiderate of them. It's incredibly inconsiderate. <laughs> and I'd say, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I think Jennifer Zamparelli does snore. She's obviously got this image to save. I say she's like a little warthog. I bet you she snoring does. Snoring away. I bet you she does, yeah. you know. And Do you the, snore? Yeah, I think I do. And I'm, will, I'm completely willing to admit it. But I had to, I remember going on holiday. We went to London one time and myself and my mum were in the same room and I had to go and sleep in the bath because she was snoring so badly. The bath? Spent the, spent the night in the bathtub. The bath. Like, really just, it's like beyond. And my dad snores as well. So is it a family thing? 
Yeah, well, my cousin once said that he said over at their house and he said, my God, even the dog snores in this house. So I kind of think it possibly is. And that's a true story, by the way. I kind of think it is. My dad was diagnosed with sleep apnea. Oh, no way. But he wouldn't get the machine because it was too expensive. So he's just suffocating under his own flesh as well at the moment. So like, that's great, isn't it? He's Such ter- an Irish thing, isn't he's it? He's powering through. Literally. It's an Irish dad thing. Yeah, I definitely think I've got one diagnosed sleep apnea. That's what, do you yeah. know what? Medicalise it. That's what you want to do. Then nobody can say anything to you. Babe. That's true. That's they feel it. bad for me. Me walking yeah. around like Richie back Jennifer's Ampere, Yeah, Jennifer's Ampere can't slag you anymore. If yeah, you're, exactly. uh, do you know what I mean? Has it ever caused issues for you in, say, romantic encounters, Martin? You're Ooh. snoring. I'm, um, romantic encounters. Well, yeah, <laughs> just the complaints about it, yeah. So I mean, you get complaints. You get a little, do you know times I've been shoved awake? Oh, yeah. You know, for yeah. I'm like, look, yeah. it's going to happen. Yeah. You might as well sleep in the bath. Yeah, exactly. You have to go and sleep in the <laughs> bath, know. like me. David? Uh, I mean, listen, <laughs> loving encounters are about as rare as Ireland will in the World Cup at the moment. So, like... <laughs> But yes, there has been one or two occasions where I've had a little nudge and a jab, you know? A little jab. Yeah. like and, it, and to be honest with you, it's actually, now getting all serious about it now, it's a little bit embarrassing at times because like like my friends, right, it makes yeah. holidays going away very expensive because nobody wants to share a room with the snorer. That's so true. So you've got to pay for a whole room. That being said, it works out because you don't have to share a room with anybody. Yeah. But I said to my friends a few weeks ago, my uncle's got a camper van. Why don't we take it and go away? And they said... Where are you planning on sleeping? <laughs> yeah. I said, in the camp van. Not with us, you know. <laughs> so, you know, it can. It it's can. harsh. It is. It's yeah. harsh, but fair. fair very fair. <laughs> very fair. Yeah. It's fair. That, that, that's how I found out I was a snorer. I was on holiday with a group of us in like a hostel, eight bedroom hostel. Oh, yeah. And I was woken up because someone threw a shoe at me. Yeah. That'd do it, all right. Do it. Yeah. Over. That's when you, yeah, that's when so you know. Oh, I'm a snorer. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, your whole life has to change then. You're yeah. just like, you really have to start thinking about things. Yeah, but look, three snorers in one room. Do you know what I mean? If we, if we ever went on holiday, <laughs> if we ever went on holiday together, oh, they'd have to close down the hotel. Literally, literally, really seriously, mortifying. Talking about holidays, right? On Monday, we were talking about we were talking to listeners about the idea of holidaying alone, right? So, Martin, you work. You're a comedian. You yeah. work at night a lot of the time. Yeah. You work kind of alone I guess in a lot in a way what, like what's the experience like versus when you're abroad versus when you're in Ireland say abroad well over here if you're alone in a pub people so, so half the time people think they can chat to you yeah you know you're that, making them uncomfortable by being alone yeah <laughs> that's what you're doing Man, I'm just there to have a pint and just like stare at a bit of carpet yeah or stare at a bit of wall. <laughs> it's a fun life. But uh, go around Europe, they leave you alone. And uh, in fact, they're, they're a bit weirded out that you're they're like, just by yourself, are you? Yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. I went to I went to Vietnam a few years ago and I went by myself and it was the first time that I had gone on holiday like completely on my own. So I, fe- I spent like the first four days, I would say, absolutely crippled with fear and terror. I was like, well, I'm obviously going to die here and nobody's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it, game over. That yeah. game over. Like, what were you, really were you thinking by doing this? But actually, I think probably because probably a country like Vietnam has so many solo backpackers and stuff like that. They're completely mm. used to in the cities and stuff seeing people like travel by themselves or whatever. Are you 
guys good by yourselves? David, would you be good by yourself or do you need people around? No, do you know what? The older I get, I'm more happy being by myself. Are I you? certainly yeah. wouldn't have wanted a holiday in my 20s by myself. Yeah. But now I'm 35, I want to kind of go and kind of go around. And you're so right about Europe. It's far yeah. more accepting. And even in London, you know, I always say when I'm here, I lived there for 16 years. Um, it was I could go into central London or Compton Street have a coffee here they're thinking what's wrong with your man is he alright oh look at him he's got no friends and we are so obsessed with that over here you know with people yeah. being lonely and it's a good thing as well I, I mean I remember my nanny O'Reilly she's 98 she won't be listening uh, she's, but she's in dreamboat right but she, I remember my mum saying once oh David's going away with his friends on holiday Yeah. and her first thing she said was and would David have friends to go away oh. with <laughs> And I just thought, now that is just fantastic. I really so we are get so to that age. Where oh I'm no, just she's she's brilliant. I said to her um, last week. Don't justify it anymore. I said, here I am, your favourite grandson. She said, it depends on how much money you've got. <laughs> so, I mean, it's great. But yeah, we are so obsessed with. I think we are, and particularly in Ireland, because we we're a very. Uh, sociable nation you yeah. know I always have friends from America who's like Jesus you'd be sitting there and you'd have the whole pub talking to you but there's that times where you're like leave me alone yeah. I don't want to speak to yeah, you yeah there are some days where you're just like yeah I'm just I'm having having a moment give it a you rest like I mean? I've got my airpods in that's a sign that's it yeah. but like Martin say with you like comedy work and stuff like that it can be very kind of solitary yeah. or are you a people person or are you very happy by yourself I like being by myself to be honest yeah. um, like I get out of the way doing comedy you talk yeah. to a big group of people at once oh, and that's then a really like, good way to look at it yeah yeah you know justify my loneliness um, <laughs> <laughs> Medicalize it. That's what we said. Exactly. That's what we're gonna do. Exactly. Yeah. It's a bit like you spend all your time prepping for this one bit of. I'm gonna be talking for ages. Yeah. At one point in the day. Yeah. So yeah. Just leave. Just leave me be for the rest of it. That's really interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. I found like during the pandemic and stuff, like during the lockdown and that, I was like, I love my own company, but when it was forced on me. I was like, well, I'm a social butterfly. How am I supposed to thrive under these conditions? When I spent the rest of the time, when I had the option, I was like, I'm going to stay home. Do you you know what I mean? Would you like trust yourself to head off somewhere alone, David? It depends on where. Okay. I I really would get into my head about where it was. You know, being gay as well. It's like, you know, you know, you you throw that marble around and hope for the best. You know what I mean? But like if it was Spain and stuff like that. I mean, I, I... I was working in America for six weeks last year. Now, yeah. there was a company of us, but I had my own apartment and I was by myself and I felt more than comfortable. Yeah. Uh, same in Australia. Um, I would, I, I think I would, the, like I said, the older I get, the far yeah. more comfortable I am. With just being with myself, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves Definitely. to kind of want to be and sit with, and we kind of value our, our personalities on what other people think and where they rate us yeah. within that. And I'm like, you know what? I'm happy sometimes to go sit by myself, with a book, music in and have a coffee somewhere and just chill. I love that. It's yeah. one of my favourite things. And it's actually something I've had to learn to do. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You do have to learn to do it. If you're not necessarily, if you're not necessarily naturally a, a lone wolf, like you can actually yeah. be, it, can, it is something, it's learned behaviour. I think everybody learned it like against their will during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, we're going to take, we're going to take a little break, but we're coming back and we want to talk about friendship. David O'Reilly and Martin Angolo in the studio for Jen's Friends. Jen's Friends. Just Friends. So we actually are going to talk about friendship, right? So on Wednesday, I was in with Jen and we were talking about this French philosopher who wants people to value friendship as a way of life on the same level or above like family and kids and romance and stuff like that. <laughs> David's looking at me like, okay. 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> You're not into this French philosophy. No, he sounds like a very lonely man. He was. He has two <laughs> pals. Don't you dare. He has two pals who they do everything with. They spend Christmas together. They ring each other every day. It's gorgeous. I loved it. <clears throat> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> David, what kind of friend are you? <laughs> I'm a very loyal friend. I mean, I listen, I didn't have many friends growing up. I was very badly bullied. So, you know, I didn't have many friends growing up. But now I always say I'm very rich in friends now. I yeah. value my friendships a hell of a lot more now. And I'm very lucky, very lucky. I have some incredibly close friends. I'm very loyal. And uh, my friends are, and we have one of these relationships where I often feel like if your friends can't be really honest with you and truthful, yeah, it's not really a great friendship. You know, you want your friends to call you out and say, "Nah, you were wrong there." Do you yeah, know what I mean? For sure. But one of my toxic traits is as I hold my friends to the same amount of loyalty that I give. That's <laughs> interesting. So, so if if they're not if they're not giving. If they're not giving loyalty, you're it, taking it away. Yeah, and yeah. I and, and sometimes I need to chill a little bit because I'd be like, well, you know, I did this for you, so what, you know, and it's always about, it's not always about, you don't give to receive, you yeah, know, that no, kind of, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, no, I, I, and, and the thing is then, because I'm a, I'm a Scorpio as well, if I you cross me, Good night, Eileen. Okay. You're off the credit. You know, you're off the Christmas card list. It's she I don't want to say credit card. List. I was going to say credit card list. Can I get on your credit yeah, card? Yeah, you list? can if you want. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I'd love someone else to take over the list. Christ. Anyway, but no, I do. I excommunicate you from my friendship circle if you cross me, and that's a, another toxic trait. That's interesting, Martin. What about you? What kind of friend are you? Well, compared to that, I'm very relaxed. Yeah. Um, very easy going. Very easy going. But I agree with the philosophy. I think friendship is the highest. I think I value that more than like. I think it's better than family and like relationships because you can be Gee, honest with a friend. Really? You have to lie to your family and you have to lie in relationships. That's so true, you know? actually. I don't lie to my family. Maybe that's why none of them talk to me very yeah. much. <laughs> exactly. I just said, I was going to say when I said excommunicate yourself from wearing Kate here nearly fell off her chair, her eyebrows <laughs> hit the back of her forehead, producer Kate there. <laughs> well, you know what? You have, but, but, a, you, have a, you have a good friend if yeah. you can tell them honestly, like, I don't like your partner. Or oh, say you can be, oh, would you, you can be, be doing that? If you're very honest with them, yeah. That's a good friend. Martin. And like a great friend will like help you bury your body or something. Br- oh, 100%. Yeah. I've got like two great like, friends. Yeah. Different story. But yeah. I said too much. Sure, yeah, I've said too much. The guards are at the door. Go on, <laughs> You're on the way in. Yeah. But like, so you would, you would value, you'd value your friends very highly, obviously, would you? Yeah, yeah. They're most honest people. They keep you, well, family will keep you grounded, but at the same time, you do have to like, there's more compromise yeah. with family. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true because they have like yeah. I suppose there's this stuff that you're. It's more. It's a more complicated relationship, maybe yeah. or something like that. I don't know. Well, they say you can pick. You can pick your friends. You can't choose that's your family, exactly don't you? Yeah, exactly. so that kind of saying. But I mean, I think the thing is, is that. Um, with, with, with friendships as well is that you kind of often look for things that you're not getting maybe you know in yeah. in, in your family True. but then you also hold them to account for values that you have been taught of being grown up so you know a lot of my yeah. cousins would be my friends now you know mm. and they would be and I think as well with family at times we can there is that kind of Narrative, and I think I, don't, I I did listen in on this the other day, and yeah. I think Graham was saying about it being a social structure or something like that, and we're yeah. we're conditioned to believe that you have to. And there's just cousins that I are not my friend. I I'm their cousin, and yeah. I'd be very polite and nice, but we're not friends. Like yeah. we wouldn't socialize because we would just. And then there's cousins that I really get along with, yeah, and they're really good friends. And so it's kind of it's it, it, it it's a weird balance, isn't it? You know, it is because you're kind of like we all have the idea like that. If the family's like as in the family's the center of everything, but lots of lots of 
pl- places aren't like that. You know, it's mm. it's the tribe. It's the wider kind of like, you know, it's the the wider family of your friends and your, you know, your people, yeah. all that kind of thing. I think that's a culture thing as well. It's though. a cultural thing, because yeah, for sure. even in the UK, like they, when, you know, they, <clears throat> loads of my friends are divorced over in the UK, far more than people really? I would know. Yeah. yeah. And like when I got so upset about not spending my first Christmas at home with my family, people were like, is he okay? Really? Yeah, they were like, it's only Christmas. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the end of the world. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. That's really interesting. So Martin, have you ever, because you were like, radical honesty, I'd say, was what was your kind of style of friendship. Have you ever been too honest with somebody? Has it ever caused a problem? That's when you realise, oh, I thought we were better friends than that. Oh, um, really? Uh, yeah, I was a bit too honest with a few people. Martin, you are strict. Le- well, yeah. But as well, you can cut out a friend and it's not a big deal. Yeah. You cut out a family member and people are like, oh. So yeah, bad. true. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. But I've been pretty, pretty honest. Yeah, it, it, I, I'm. I, I'd say I'm difficult to be a friend of because. Do you like, reckon? The honesty, yeah, and I'm unreliable. Like Dave says, like you're, you'll turn up, you'll be there for everybody. I'm, I'm unreliable. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to be Martin's friend, 515-515-552. Come here. I want to talk about this as well, because on Monday we talked about this is honestly, this is my jam. I've been looking for a way to do this for a thousand years. You can slip out of a WhatsApp group now on the sly. You don't have to tell anybody. This is my jam, David. I've been waiting for this for years. How many WhatsApp groups are you in? I, they're the bane of my life. Yeah. And the problem is, is that I think there should be a rule that people should ask permission before they add you. You can set it up. You can set it up that way. I found a way to set up my settings so that people have to ask me to join a group. Well, good, because I think that it's been long awaited. I'm going to get you to show me that after. Because <laughs> the amount of people are adding me to groups, are, it's yeah. honestly, merciful hour giving me strength. Yeah. There's people Consent. I just don't want to be speaking to. And <clears throat> so I used to be uh, the creative director for a Mad Drag Night in London, which was um, yeah. uh, a night where all Western performers came together and dragged up for charity. And each show had a number in, numbers. So there'd be about 12 numbers. Why did I do a different WhatsApp group for every number? Oh, I'm a whack the creative director in it. I don't want to be in all these groups. And the problem is that people don't understand the social settings. Don't contact me 100%. after office hours on the WhatsApp group. Yeah. Don't be messaging. I mean, I and the thing is, this kind of subtle leaving of a WhatsApp group, yeah. I'm not about that. I want people to know that you I've left. You want to make a scene. I want a dramatic exit. <laughs> David has left the group because you silly, silly WhatsApp people Geese. have yeah. literally made my life a living hell. <laughs> no, the boundaries don't message me on us and the work groups that happen on a Sunday no no get a life stop I had to exit I've, I've had to exit several WhatsApp groups over the years I had to exit one during COVID because people were people people had gone nuts on WhatsApp from work over COVID I was like yeah I'm going to get in trouble now and say this but I've got to say it quickly before I, Go I, I on. lose it I've left a family one <gasps> <laughs> oh my god no wonder you're not spending Christmas <laughs> I wonder they don't want you around no, a Christmas a wider anymore. family one yeah. Not, not, yeah no I know did you? I'm going to be in so much trouble for saying that but yeah I did they know you left they know well, they, yeah but David has left the group yeah. and I really wanted them to know as well And did you, but you, you, so you didn't do like a 2am slide out I did not I made sure it was around 10am they were all sitting at their office desk and then they clicked onto what's our group and it came up in nice black and white <laughs> David O'Reilly has left the group because they need to know oh what, what went can you tell us what went on oh Jesus Jesus Africa um, <clears throat> no just just like you know it was too much just too many messages yeah. and too, yeah. and things are triggering when you're talking about people extended like grandparents health and stuff like that 100%. and all that it's yeah. very triggering like and sometimes you have to protect yourself totally. and I'm not one of these people that can mute conversations because I'm too nosy <laughs> get me out out extinction out Martin 
Yeah. Are you actually very new to the whole WhatsApp thing? I am. I'm like a technophobe who's like been recently how, converted. How much of a technophobe are you? Like, do you have a smartphone? Oh, I got a smartphone in 2019. Shut up. Are you serious? What? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, what were you no on apps. before we on the 3310? I, I, I have no idea what that means. Typer, a typewriter and a fax machine <laughs> he was using. <laughs> sending pigeons out. I thought I had a mobile, it was just a Mars bar. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I'd go around Europe and stuff in like 2018 and stuff with like, to get around, I'd have actual maps. I had no Google Maps or anything. Wow. Yeah. Were you like weird. Joey and friends getting in the map outside the, the bit, hotel? Yeah, I love that. that kind of vibe. Yeah. But I got, yeah, you have to get a smartphone and like people were like, after shows where can I find you or whatever I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't know I don't know because I can't find myself because I've not got <laughs> yeah. Google Maps exactly. my god yeah. that's kind of because that is so unusual now yeah it is I know that I know. you've you've kind of like well like it's a USP and also you've saved yourself about a decade of heartache with what's happening. yeah, you know? yeah. everyone's on their phones all the time you're chilled you're just chilled. doling out radical honesty exactly. to all your friends yeah exactly. I, only got, I got WhatsApp a year ago because I went to America oh, stop of... you're giving me a headache <laughs> 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 but I kind of instantly regretted it I came back from America and then it was added to loads of groups yeah of my, course my rule was every time there's a group I mute it yeah and then um, there is a, a dramatic exit is the way to go a yeah. dramatic exit that's the best thing about WhatsApp is so and so has left the group yeah that's oh yeah want. I know the tea is I even do a one on one I have a one on one now where I have a, a screenshot of Martin Angola has left the group and if, <laughs> so, if, if it, one, one individual says something stupid I just send them that left the chat and I just block them <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My God, and I like this. He's brand new to the whole thing. He's like, he's no, he doesn't care about the etiquette. That's, no, I that's love my it. I love it. it. Yeah, really, just letting it all hang loose with the uh, WhatsApp. I mean, really but the are. fact is, can we not just really just not forget about the fact that he just said he got WhatsApp last year, last and year. up until 2018, he was using. Maps. Paper maps. Maps. That is absolutely yeah. fantastic. Could people still spot you standing a map on occasion outside? Uh... Yeah, I still have a collection of maps. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, Sitting by himself pint. having a pint with a map. No <laughs> wonder people not going anywhere near Where him. Where would you be going? Where would you be going? Finally, 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 lads, right? We were talking at the beginning of the week and we were talking about godparents, good and bad godparents. David, are you a godparent? I am. You I are, am. Yeah. My nephew, Charlie. Ah, um, he's my godson. Now, How old is he? He is seven. Ah, um, he lives in Australia, though, so, ah. so and he's coming back in July, so he'll be spoiled and made up for the presents that he didn't get the year before. Because it's a very long way to send money and stuff. It's a very long way. way. Yeah. So he'll get overcompensated with the presents and stuff like that. I have great uh, godparents. My dad's brother Frank and my mum's sister Teresa. Wow. They are gold standard godparents. My brother. Yeah. Bless him. He really got the short straw. His <laughs> his godfather is my dad's brother, George. Gotta give their addresses as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go for and, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm writing it all down. He is a fantastic godfather, but his my brother's godmother <laughs> yeah. was his first wife that they divorced. So he's not had a card oh, nor a hello. No nor a whiff of a present in the 30 years that he's been on this planet. Oh, you'd be absolutely raging. Oh, you'd be raging. Yeah. Absolutely raging. Yeah, you would. That's outrageous. Uh, that's, yeah, yeah you, have to, you have to find some way to compensate if the, if the godparents split up. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you really have. I'd knock on the door. Yeah, exactly. I'd remind her. Listen, I've drawn up a contract here. Yeah, yeah. Is there any chance You signed up for it, baby, yeah. under the eyes of God. Exactly. Here I am, mama. <laughs> what's, the, what's the story with you, Martin? Are you a godparent? I am recently a godparent. Um to a friend who lives in London. Oh, very good. Uh, and it's, it was during the pandemic. so That's a handy little number now. You're there in London and yeah. you just have to lend moral support from a distance. Exactly. I'm yeah. arm's length. <laughs> yeah. 
and like it was 2020, so like the, I'm going to say the kids three now. So I'm um, going to say the kids three. I'm what a great, a, what I'm a great cover. Girl. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what his name is. I'm gonna say the kids three. three. And I bought think her it's a, girl. a map for her first birthday, second and third. A map. So my old Nokia 3310. <laughs> We're well, living the dream. My excuse was there was a pandemic on. You don't want to be sending packages to. Very true. You know, oh, Very gosh. true. Dangerous. I mean, was it Joanne McNally that Health was? Risk. Uh, God, God, Godmother to Vogue's youngest child. I think you're right. But she was late and didn't turn up for the yes, christening. I think you're oh, doing really? it. I mean, honest to God. And then asked Vogue, could she be Godmother to Gigi instead of Otto? Very, I mean, obsessed with very that. Very on brand. That's very, very on brand. And I actually think that's a great way to look at it. Is it that kid is just not my. It's not my vibe. Not my vibe. So yeah. can I have the, the, the that kid? And I mean, that's a good, good experiment. I'm Picking not, who yeah. you. Want imagine someone said to you, "Will you be the godparent for my childhood?" Oh God, no! I can't, goodness, oh, I can't God, stand them. No, yeah. no, she's yeah. awful. No, yeah. I'm not having her. I have the other one. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm, I'm struggling with my godchild. I'm like, she's gonna grow up and have a British accent. She will have a British it's gonna be accent. Tough. Mine is gonna have an Australian accent. Listen, lads, lads, you that's your burden to deal with. <laughs> I'm happy, I'm delighted. She can have a little Australian accent is cute on a little fella though, yeah, definitely. Absolutely. He's yeah. like, oh god, I can't wait. And he's he's into soccer now and he said to his mum, uh, Mom, when we go back in July, can um July do you think um Uncle David will play football with me? And she was like <laughs> I think he'll do something I'm not sure he'll be playing football oh, that's so cute lads tell us anything you want to plug while you're here Martin uh, I'm on tour at the moment brilliant uh, heading to Mayo tonight to Castle Bar lovely uh, I want to plug uh, my I'm doing a show in Dublin on the 6th of April in the Sugar Club and we're Amazing. recording it I mean, we might sell it to Netflix for millions. Oh, absolutely. Yes, or RTE yeah. Survivor. Might <laughs> One or the other. What's the difference? David, what are you up to at the moment? Uh, nothing I can talk about. It's going to be one of those Very absolute, secret. absolute, those, I, can, I can't even say the word I want to say. I'm friend daytime radio. Big things coming, guys. There's stuff, co- big announcement, <laughs> delighted to announce. <laughs> Who are you announcing to? Would you get a grip? Um, <laughs> I follow me on social media, David O'Reilly Official. I've got some exciting things that I'm going to be announcing over the next few weeks. Lads, thank you so much for coming in for uh, Jen's friends today. Africa's acquaintances. Africa's acquaintances, exactly. I'm da- leaving the group. Oh, yeah, you're right. Martin, <laughs> Martin is leaving the group. David O'Reilly is also leaving the group. Lads, thank you so much. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from nine. On 2FM.